Hi, Mer. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm gooder. That's good. Welcome back to Mom and Murder. This is Mom. And this is Mer. Thanks for tuning in today. Uh, what What's going on with you, Mer? Uh, not, not a whole lot. <laughs> Ali has learned to crawl officially. Kind of officially. He does a side butt scoot. Side butt scoot. With his, with his leg up. But hey, he still gets about. Do you think that he's... Uh, singing in his head, boot, scoot, boogie. <laughs> yep. Boot, scoot, <laughs> boogie. <laughs> yeah, he moves pretty fast for doing the side scoot. Yeah, he does. Um, and also, he pulled himself up one time the other day. So that's real soon right around the corner. Yeah, I said he's he's going to be walking before yeah, officially I, crawling. I think I think he's going to skip crawling. Yeah, he, he's not about <laughs> that. He, he's grown. He's grown-ass man. He is grown. You can't you can't hold him down. Well, Raven wants to be here today, so she's she's all. Hi, Ravy. Yeah, Raven. Yeah, she wants to be a part of the podcast too. She's she heard like, how awesome it is. She's like, I want to play. <laughs> she was just in laying down, but she heard us talking, so now she's out here. She's like, you guys, you can't forget about me now. No, me too. Me too. <laughs> um. So, what's been going on with you? Anything? Uh, not too much. It is officially fish fry season. We went to our first one last night. It was so good. I'm so jelly. So good. I know. I so wanted to go with you, but yeah, no way I would have been ready and stuff in time. Yeah. Working out. Well, you know, Bankston's is next week. So I know I I told Eric, I gave him the list and I said, you need to pick out what you want to do here because, uh, (laughs) I need to get me some cotton. Yeah. Um, there's a, a couple. I have a, I, I wrote some down. I have kind of a game plan, so. I know. I told her, I said, she's got it all mapped out. And says, <laughs> oh my God, that's ridiculous. You got to hit the best ones. <laughs> there's so many this weekend. There, there's a lot that have every Friday. So you got to like, you have, you have crazy. to, you have to plan it out so that you hit the right ones. Cause not all of them are open every single one either. So like locals and dark bird are open for a couple of them, but not all of them. So you got to plan it right. I know you really put a lot of thought process in this. Dude, I don't fuck around about <laughs> fish fries. I told you. Why do you think I've been so excited? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, They're so good. <laughs> well, I haven't been doing a whole lot. Uh, I've been crafting with my... Yeah. It no longer looks like Cupid threw up in here. Now it looks like... Now it looks like a leprechaun shit. <laughs> <laughs> There's glitter everywhere. There is glitter everywhere. You know, at least the kitchen's already clean. I know. So... That's, what, that's what Alex said. You really got the the the... St. Patrick's and Easter down pat. You know? I know. Alex <laughs> come home from work yesterday and he's like, oh, your kitchen so matches all this decor. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But I mean, it's, we've just had a real bad ice storm. So yeah. what else do you do? I'm not going out in this. So. I know. We've skipped. It's just we've, been crafting. We've skipped our workouts a couple times because the roads were just so bad. Mm-hmm. Being on that hill, I, I get so scared. I know. I know. I hate this weather. I just. I'm ready I, for spring. Me too. I'll just hibernate 
like a goddamn bear in the yeah. winter. That don't bother me at all. Just I'll, I'll shriek a lot. Yeah, we do a lot of inside doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so anything coming up? You got any plans? Um, no, not really. Nothing to, nothing that I can think of other than the wedding, of course, yeah. but we're heavy planning on that. We're starting to get some stuff and it's coming up here. Yeah, it is. It's under a hundred days. I know. Under a hundred days. How crazy is that? It's almost three months. Oh, cray cray. Yeah. I don't have a whole lot coming up. Um, just crafting, uh, getting some wedding plans myself, um, starting to work on the second annual Jerry's Ride Benefit. So, yeah, that's about what I've got going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, let me see. We have a couple of new listeners. We have... Um, Oh my gosh, I just, <laughs> I looked up the pronunciation on this because I was like, I keep wanting to say Siberia, but Is it's it Siberia. It's Serbia, 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 hmm. not Siberia, Serbia, Serbia. Yeah. Interesting. That wow. country. And that's pretty stinking awesome. I know. And we have Hawaii. Woo! Aloha. Aloha. Welcome to our show. <laughs> we are so glad to have you. Um, oh my gosh, which I forgot this little note here, which puts us down to now 10 more states. 10 more. That's not too bad. Just 10. We're getting out there. And then we will have the whole 50 states listening. Do you think then we can have all the countries and, and oh the, whole the whole world? The whole world. The whole world. The whole world. Oh my goodness. That a, would be awesome. A, a, couple, be a totally girl can dream, right? Absolutely. Well, a year ago, I didn't think we'd have almost 50 states listening. No, definitely <laughs> not. That was uh, when you said. A, like happy year anniversary i was like oh my god it has been a year but then it seems like it's been so much longer too mm-hmm. you know i know yeah i was thinking a year goes quick <clears throat> i was thinking maybe you know like the midwest would be t- tuning in but right holy crap now we're, up we're to, getting out there um reaching we're 39 states and 16 countries 16 that's a lot right right blown away and um, let me see our stats here. I did have these pulled up this morning, but I just want to make sure that they're correct. Do, 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 do. Our stats are 2,484 listens so far. Dang. So that's pretty awesome as well. Like, almost to 3,000. I know. Again, I thought, eh, we've got a couple hundred people that have played, but man, almost 3,000. I know. High five up top. Nice job. Nice job, kid. Thanks for taking this journey with me, even though you didn't want to. Some days I still am like, why am I doing this? I know. Just because I've I've then become I've become a uh, hermit these past few years. (laughs) I know, and I'm I'm so busy. So, (laughs) well, yeah, that's part of it too, especially with Ali and everything. Like, so for me to do all this 
um, and you, research. Yeah, you and do the research and stuff. And it takes quite a bit of time, so it's crazy. Um, but we'll we'll put a pin there, and uh, I just want to touch on um, we are working on some merch. So our fans will be glad to hear that we will have some merch yes. open. I'm not sure if it'll be within this next month or if it'll take a little bit because we want to play around with a few last items. I don't feel like it'll be this next month. I think that's... Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But um, How fast you can get stuff up and... Yeah. I mean, we have some pretty good ideas, so it's just yeah. um, playing around with how we want making to it, making it work and yeah, how, how we to pan it out. How we want to print is the thing. Is like we're working on a little bit of a different design for a few of the items. So um, yeah, so that'll be coming hopefully within the next month, if not maybe two. But anyway, so back to the um, a lot of time that it takes to do some research and write reports and what have you. Um, we did have a guest scheduled today, but unfortunately for some unforeseen circumstances, they could not make it. And it's totally understandable mm-hmm. on her, on the reasonings. So um, they will be scheduled at a later date that um, I'm not going to disclose why, because it is important of the reason why they aren't able to be here. So we thankfully um, have another guest that was able to jump on right away. And we are so appreciative of you that are able to come on last minute and share their story. Mm-hmm. So um, we're going to be kind of flying by the seat of our pants here. I mean, I had, I do have yeah. a few things pulled up here that I want to touch base with this person on, but um, for the most part, it's going to be flying by the seat of our pants. So bear with us, but um, she has a great story to tell. Um, so with that said, are we ready to call our guest? We're going to do this via phone. This is the first time that we've done this since it was last minute. She's unable to get here, but we're going to try this. Yeah, we, we decided like uh, <laughs> an hour ago. We're like, hey, you want to do it like this? I was like, okay. <laughs> so we're going to try this. So hopefully. But um, I mean, I I feel like it should work. Yeah. I don't see why it wouldn't. Hopefully so. the sound quality isn't horrible. Um, again, this is something that we're trying here. If mm-hmm. this doesn't work, then we'll look into something else in the future if this happens. start somewhere. But um, I feel it'll be... All right. So let's go ahead and get our guest on the phone here. Hello. Hi, is this Caitlin? This is. Hello, Hi. can you hear me okay? We can hear you. This is Mom and Murr. We are recording <laughs> as of now. And so I hope that's okay. We just wanted to get the whole ambiance yeah. on it. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we did our little banter of what's been happening with you, what's going on with you. So um, we are ready to bring you on. Um, if you want to introduce yourself, that'd be great. If, um, whatever you want to share about yourself and then we will get into your story. Sure. So my name's Caitlin. Um, I'm from the same town you guys are, I believe <laughs> in <laughs> Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I was raised by a single disabled mother most of my life. 
um, had a lot of things occur in my life and I'm happy to share one very traumatic thing that like that happened to me while I was, you know, working and, um, yeah. And I'm a wife. I'm a, I'm a mother of one. I have one little guy right now. Um, yeah, that's about it. And he's adorable. <laughs> I might add. <laughs> Thank you. He's so cute. How old? He is five. He'll be six actually nice. next week. So one, one and done or are you planning <laughs> on more? No, we're planning on more, but right now our house is full. We, we, we took in our brother-in-law and his little girl. So oh, yeah. kind of heck. I mean, if it <laughs> it's not, it's not off my back. We have the space, but I just would prefer, you know, it's pretty busy, it's especially a with a baby. You know? So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I, I totally get it. I raised four in a, in a somewhat medium-sized house and it still wasn't enough <laughs> yeah 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 and well in our in our little girl our, our my niece she's nonverbal, which makes things just a little bit trickier day to day oh than, for sure you know just, oh, yeah. just other little hurdles that we nothing you know that we can't uh, go over but like bringing a, a ba- screaming baby into it probably wouldn't be <laughs> yeah <laughs> right oh, at my this gosh. point but you know whatever the lord gives us he gives us so absolutely Yep. It's all a blessing. Yes. Well, I want to thank, I want to really, really reach out and thank you for um, bailing us out and coming on last minute like this. We really appreciate it. (laughs) Hey, can you do this in an hour? (laughs) So yeah, we're, I said, well, I can do it at 11. I know. (laughs) I know we're really grateful. So no, yeah, no, I, you know, Saturdays are my, like one of my only days that's slow. So you would have caught me tomorrow. I'd be on my way to church. I wouldn't be able to help you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, with that said, with that said, um, you can go ahead and share your story with us whenever you're ready. Okay. Um, so this is kind of the first time I've ever like gone through the whole thing. So there are details that I do have to leave, like details, details that I do have to leave out just because it did go through the court system. Um, and basically, um, the courts basically said, Hey, look, he's got all this money for this attorney. You don't have any money for anything. You're not fighting it really. So, um, there are like certain things that I can't speak about, which aren't super pertinent to the story, but Mm -hmm. just if I'm like vague with some things for your listeners, that's why, because it is, it did go through the court system. And like, so legally, because it's technically now it's wiped from his record, and everything and he does live and work in the same town and everything that we do um, oh my gosh there, there's a teeny 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 chance that he could hear it probably not he's very self-absorbed but <laughs> if he did right um no i get it it's did, completely it. understandable yeah yep. i just want to preface it with like if it seems like i'm being vague it's in- completely intentional it's not because i don't want to share things um because i'm actually going to be part of a julian dubuque film festival um big movie about documentary about um unrepressed tra- uh, unresolved traumas and things like that so um Ooh, nice good for you good so, for getting the word out there yeah yeah so um and with that said yeah. if, if there's any question that mercedes and i may ask yeah. or anything um you can absolutely say i don't feel comfortable answering that or i don't want to i mean we yeah, totally yeah, understand right, I mean, this is yeah, your no, story I'm, and you tell it how you like. because i know you guys and stuff mm-hmm. so it's like it makes it a lot more comfortable 
even though we're on the, I'm on the phone. So, yep. <laughs> um, so, okay. So to start, I guess. Um, so when I was, so like I said, I was raised by my mom. She's disabled. She has cerebral palsy, but she's like, she, she's like the, she, she still got degrees and working and she, she wasn't confined to anything, but nice. with that Good being said, her. at some point in my life, I wanted to live with my dad. Well, my dad had a very awful ex-wife, um, kicked him out of the house at 16 years old. And due to other complications from previous traumas in my life, I couldn't live at the address my mom lived at. So, um, I was homeless at 16 years old. Oh my okay? God. So I want to premise that with that only because not because I want people to know that about me, but because it's very important to note that a lot of women and people that fall into this are very vulnerable and they're vulnerable on many levels. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not always just like a, a relationship like it was for me. Like a lot of times there's a lot more layers to it where they just are desperate to find a roof over their head, really. Absolutely. And that's kind of right. where I found, that's kind of where I found myself it, it, sort of. So homeless at 16, I stayed with some people couch surfed for six to eight months or whatever. Had to, I ended up having to drop out of high school because, um, the bus, the city bus where I near where I live didn't go to, didn't get me to school on time, and the public, the school bus wouldn't come to me. Um, but I didn't have a vehicle. I didn't have anything. My mom had just had a very, like I said, she has cerebral palsy. She just ha had been recovering from a very bad accident that she had. She gets hurt very often. You'll find that in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so she's constantly in out of the hospital, and she does her damnedest to be there for me at every step of the way. But, you know, at some points, it's kind of, it really is just a, it is what it is situation. Right. Because um, obviously it's not like she's got all the, like, money to help me with a roof over my head or, like, typical things. So, um, anyways, so, yeah, so um, about 17-ish, right before I turned 18, like, the summer before I turned 18, I had, um, I had known this guy um, through my high school boyfriend who we had broken up we dated for like three years. He was a great guy and stuff like that. But because of the chaos in my life, we just, it, it wasn't working. We couldn't continue because like there was no normalcy in my life. And that's a lot to put on another high schooler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, especially when he was a couple years older than me, he was going to college and stuff. And like, so that kind of stuff. So, cause he kind of was like my, like my steadiness for a lot of my life mm -hmm, like right. in, my, in high school stuff. Um, but yeah, so anyways, he was friends with this man who would later be my abuser, um, but he wasn't, like, really close with this guy, um, and so this person, um, we'll call him Todd, so Todd messages me on Facebook, I'm, a, like I said, I'm 17, um, he had kind of heard about, you know, what was going on in my life, and the chaos, and all that stuff, and just said, hey, you know, if you ever, you know, want to someone to talk to or hang out, you know, totally in like, to totally seemed like a goodwill thing. Um, you know, you can totally, um, just come over and, you know, my roommate and I, we can put, put a movie on or just hang out just to get clear your mind off stuff. Cause again, I didn't really have like a place to stay. Right. So, and yeah, and he, he knew this through, like I said, the ex-boyfriend and like very, very surface level. Like, it's not like he knew everything, but right. Um, he knew enough to be dangerous. Like he knew about my mom and like about my, um, at the time my relationship with my dad was not fantastic. Obviously his wife kicked me out of 
their house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, Just knew about the bad situation. Right. right. So he, he knew enough to be very dangerous. And mm-hmm. so looking back in hind- you know, hindsight's 2020. So anyway, so, you know, come starts off innocently enough. Like we're not, I'm not in any space. Like I, again, I'm 17. I'm just trying to get a roof over my head. Right. I hang out with him a few times. Um, and at 17, and you're then, pretty impressionable. So correct. Right. And he was, again, he was my ex's age at the time. I want to say he was 23 or 22. I can't remember for certain because I don't remember his actual birthday. But I know he was like my ex's age and my ex was like three or four years older than me. So, no, he'd be like 21 or 22, roughly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, hang out a few times and like I'm not looking for anything. Like I said, I'm 17. It happens that we do fall into a relationship. Um, everything starts out fine. It's, you know, there were some times when he kind of get a little more angry than, than normal about th- something mm-hmm. that I would think most people were like, w- like just would brush it over, but whatever, we've all got flaws, like, you right. know, so, um, nothing major. And then we got a place together with a roommate. Um, and this was, I believe, I'm trying to think of the year. Okay, about a year later, we get a place together because he had to, he had to finish out his um, lease or whatever. Get a place together, um, and about six months into this place, or maybe maybe six to eight months, I have to look at a calendar. I should have done that before I <laughs> he called me. <laughs> but anyways, roughly about six to eight, we've been living together for about a year, year and a half almost at this point mm-hmm. when things started to really really started to happen. Like to me so he had never put his hands on me he had never gotten physical in 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 certain ways you know but then all of a sudden he was like he would like start abusing his he had a dog and he would start abusing his dog Mm. and then it started turning into me and then it started turning into well I don't want to work so I'm gonna put you on this online site and you're gonna, and this was right before I started at where I work now. Okay. So, um, so, cause I was still looking for a job and I was going to school at the time, you know, he, he was like trying to, he played it up like, you know, I'm going to make you the best version of yourself. Like I'm going to get you, you're going to go to college and you're going to do this and you're going to get braces and you're going to like, it was like these weird things that like he wanted me to do. I don't, it, it's hard to explain, but my, this is totally just my case, but right. yeah. basically it was he's trying to act like he's bettering you. Right. Like he's like, like he's, and you know what? I, Hey, to this day, thank you for making me get braces. Like, <laughs> <laughs> cause I had a snaggle that was like, no, like, you know, but, <laughs> but it was just like a lot of these weird things that like in the moment and at the time, you know, you're like, Oh yeah. He just wants me to like, feel confident right right absolutely or or i had to drop out and get my ged because of all these this turmoil like so now maybe he thinks that like my confidence will be built if i go to school and like Mm. like go to college and you know that kind of stuff and so from the outside looking in it doesn't seem like but once you know the rest of the the darkness like right and it kind of to me at least it pieces it a little more together for me i don't know right yeah absolutely so yeah, so he it starts by he puts me on this site. Um, I did it like I want to say like three nights a week. It started. I, he would put me on this site. He would buy me outfits. 
basically it was a cam girl site, kind of think OnlyFans, but like live. Okay, so like your cam girls. Okay. You know that used to that used to be what it yeah. was. Like you'd be, you'd you'd basically people would buy you for your time. It wasn't physical, but it's still extortion of a person. Like he would literally sit in the corner, and he would tell me what to do and how to act, and I was very visibly uncomfortable, and. So that's how it began. So that went on for three months, and then I tried to stop. And then there was a lot of physical abuse in between all this. And then when I tried to stop, like when I finally said no, like I don't know, Todd, I don't want to do this. Um, he tied me to um, the basement steps and just beat the living like piss out of me like just oh I mean I was God. black and blue and then he just left me there all night long I like I peed myself I like everything just it was just like the worst and again this was before like I started at the work the place that I work now mm -hmm. um and oh so I'm God. completely so like it keep is. in mind I'm completely isolated like I don't have any friends because when I left high school um not, again not like that's what I wanted to do but when I left high school like, you know, they're all being high school kids and I have to be a grown up and I have to find a place to live. Yeah. So like yeah. nobody gave a shit, you know, like, and that's fine. Like I, that, that's, that's completely understandable. If I was a high school, I'd probably do the same thing. Like, right. Shit about you trying to find a house. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> like, like, I'm just, I'm going out with my friends and we're going to go get drunk in a cornfield. Like, yeah, right. stuff like that, that, you know, so, but, so I was completely isolated. And again, that's when he saw that and made his move and it took quite a while I mean it took like I said it took about a year before he got me on to this or a year and it, like I'm trying to think because it was I would have turned 18 2014 no 2013 <laughs> 2013 sorry That's so, okay. so 2013 I would have turned 18 at the end of the year so yeah 2014 so yeah about a year give or take some months when before it actually began like where he would get fit because it started with the physical abuse um like I couldn't wear certain things um I couldn't um talk to like I was allowed to have social media but he had to like look through it every single day like, there was no everything. trust there was no trust and there was no trust for no reason like oh, at damn. all <laughs> I was completely isolated who was I going to talk to like right. I, I didn't you know, but he, I think he was like, well, if you find somebody online, like they, t they, you know, you actually talk to them kind of thing. So yeah. then about a year and a half in is when he finally, he got me on the cam site. I didn't ask my permission, never asked me if I was okay with it. I tried to quit. Um, the really big, like beating happened. Um, before that, he'd always been careful to only hit me and punch me in like places that lingerie could cover up. Mm -hmm. So like, like the, the ribs and like upper thighs and you know places like that like but that was the first time he actually like got me in the face quite a bit and oh. so I actually had he was pissed for like a month because I had to actually like stop I actually had to stop nobody my eyes were black and blue like I, my lip was fat I, I literally so I was like basically holed up for a month in that house um not that he had me like tied to anything that whole month but he, like, I, he wouldn't let me leave anywhere. If I needed to go get anything, he would get it for me. It was very much like I was very 
fearful of this man at this point, right? Yeah. Like I was like, Oh, definitely. And, and so, um, I'm trying to think of how long after that, because then it did get to the physical. Um, I mean, he had, Sorry, I have ADHD, so I jump around oh, a lot. That's okay. So actually, actually, if you, you want to be on track, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's fine. Okay, so you were held up in your house for an entire month under the yeah. Like freaking... I said, I didn't leave at all. Like he didn't. He wasn't physically keeping me there. He didn't have me tied up at this right, point. Right. Right. Um, but he made you almost embarrassed any... of the situation. I'm sure. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So like. If anyone listening, or I know you guys maybe have been victims of abuse, like that mind game that they play with you yep, is so intense. And you and you think this whole time you think you love this person, and oh well, it's only going to happen this one time. Right? And, oh well, you know it's fine if I just well I should I just shouldn't have done that one thing, and yep. you know I just that's what set him off. And so this whole time again, I'm oh, I hear I'm, it, I'm, <laughs> I hear it all too well. Right. Oh, so, and yeah. they make you so, so dependent on them as well. Right? Correct. And, and especially in my situation. So, I mean, that again, that's why I want to stress, like, With the, it's really vulnerable. Like, this is why this is a crime that happens in plain sight. Yeah. Because you're so you vulnerable. No, I, like, unless you, I mean, you might have guessed, like, he was beating me, I guess, if you saw the bruises on my face. But I always tell people, oh, I just ran into a wall. Or, oh, I yep. fell. Or, oh, I was playing with the dog and I and I slipped on the tile. Or, yep. you know, it, you know that. Like, I know, yeah. Oh, yeah. You play all those lies and, and you believe it. You you genuinely, in like some... It was always level, an accident, you know? You, you're like, no, yeah, that is what happened. No, absolutely, yeah. No, yeah. that's what it is. And you make excuses for them. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I know. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's... Yeah, it's... So, um, and then... He didn't ask me, well, not that he ever asked me, but then he didn't make me do go on cam. Um, I call it on cam. That's mm-hmm. what yep. we would call it. Um, for a, a little while, I'm, I, forgive me because I don't remember exactly how long, but I know it started back up again and we were in the same house. So this was, a, it was within the same year because we only lived in that house for a year. And then we actually purchased a trailer together and re- like renovated it and stuff right after this. Now, let so, me ask you, with all this um, online stuff that you're doing, I'm sure revenue is coming in, money. Right. And right. this is all going to him, I'm assuming? Correct. Yeah. Yep. It's all going to him. Yep. I don't even have a bank account. Um, Goodness. And again, this was before I have, like, I was working. Um, where was I working? So you're I getting treated at... by the nice clothes that you get to wear on cam. <laughs> right. Like, Correct. piece yeah. of shit. And yeah. then he... And then, like, once a month, if I wasn't too, like, bruised on my face or visibly, um, he would take me and get my, like, my nails or my toes done. Oh, that's so nice of him. Yeah. Oh. So, um, yeah. It's, there's a lot of layers to this. Yeah. But, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, and yet. So, yeah. So, within, um, within the same year, um, it starts back up again. This time, it's a little briefer. Um, I don't even think it lasted a month. And then something happened. Oh, it was Bella. So we had this dog, okay? We had this puppy. This was after, yeah, yeah. So this was February 2015. I want to say it was February 2015. And um, I was, I had a full-time job still. Um, I was managing um a cash advance store here in town 
just like base I just sat at a desk, you know, people came and yep. got payday loans basically. Um, so um he had taken her on a on a hike. Um now keep in mind this man has has already at this point shown me that he's abusive not only to me, but also he had a yellow lab, okay, that he would like beat the piss out of anytime oh. he got mad. Anytime. Oh. About anything. He'd drop a fork. Oh, been so ins- and I'm not gonna say his name because it might give it away but right yeah Todd, Todd would just take all of his anger on this poor dog this poor dog had so much anxiety he would sweat oh. all the time oh. he had to be on medication because he would sweat. and like and again I'm at this point it's not first of all it's not my dog right yeah um, but you know oh he's changed and all these things and I wouldn't do that because I really wanted to get a a, a puppy, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 18. I'm not thinking this all the way through, yeah. but I'm partially thinking it. I'm like, yep. well, I want a puppy. Like, I want a, a dog. You know, I want someone with me, you know. And um, if that's all you so get, like, you might as well get a dog, you know. Correct. Right. So I was like, okay, well, okay, so we get this puppy. Um, we have her a short while. She falls and breaks her leg at, at um, the Mines of Spain. Okay. I wasn't there. It was icy. Who knows? I don't know what actually happened. That's the story he told me. We all know what um, happened. Yep. <laughs> right. So she broke her leg. <laughs> and so she had to get surgery. Okay. So um, I, my whole tax return went to her surgery, which is which was fine. You know, I would have done that regardless. Um, and then the week, so it, then she has her stitches, whatever. Six weeks later, the day she gets her stitches out, um, he lets the dogs out the basement door and I did not see it okay so I cannot say for certainty that this is what happened but I can tell you for certainty what happened next so he um she re-breaks her leg basically oh, so he God. claimed he claimed there's a lip yeah she he claimed there's a lip at the bottom of the door the basement door which there is and she was like too scared to go out so I'm assuming that he probably just kicked her because she just like she just had surgery her legs cold yep. there's ice outside she's a six-month-old puppy okay so all I hear is yelping and then he comes inside, gets a big tub, plastic tub, um, fills it up with water. And I'm like, whoa, I'm upstairs doing dishes. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa what's going on? And he's off in this rage, cussing up a storm, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, tells me that I'm not, well, I'm like, oh, let's take her to the vet. Like, let's just go have him, you know, it'll be fine. He didn't want to take her to the vet because he didn't want them to think that he was abusing her. So mm. instead, his plan was, which he followed through with, um, was to fill up a tub of water, like a tote, like a yep. you know, like a moving tote or whatever, mm-hmm. with water. And I'm hysterical at this point because I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I think I see where this is going, but I don't oh, want to admit it. I don't want to hear it. Oh. Yeah. And um, so he tied me to the basement steps because I'm hysterical and he doesn't want me to call the cops tied me to the basement steps and put her right put the tote right in front of me and drowned her in front of me oh my holy god. fuck oh yeah. my god um so <laughs> that one always gets me yeah that one gets me. oh i'm so sorry so uh like i can talk about my my abuse but i can't talk about like Puppies, yeah. puppies, and kids always get me too. Yeah. Well, they're it's and it's just they're so innocent. They're, yeah, they're innocent. They're yeah. helpless. Yeah. They're defenseless. And she didn't do anything wrong. She didn't do anything wrong. Um, so that happened. Um, and um, she, he uh, um, because it was 
um, you know, what was it? Like almost, it was almost spring at this point. It was like April-ish, like middle of April. Cause six weeks from, it was like the end of February, six weeks to the day, basically. Yep. Um, and, uh, so he couldn't like bury her outside. Right. We lived in a house, like a house we rented. Um, so he couldn't bury her. So instead he kept her, he dumped out the water and kept her in that tote, um, for about a month oh. in the basement. Oh my and, God. And then finally buried her, um, at the house, you know, um, so you'd think that would be my straw, right? Like you'd think right? that like, most people would be like, That's well, I mean, like, it's, it's a mindfuck. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Like most people would be like, well, that's pretty, I don't know. That's pretty fucked up. <laughs> like, I think I should, that's probably a big red flag, you know? Well, when um, you're very vulnerable, you, you're in the you make excuses right. for everything. When you're in the situation, right. it's completely different. And that's what a lot of people exactly. don't understand. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's, I was so, they call it trauma bonded uh-huh. to this guy. Yep. That he could have, he literally, I bet if he would have murdered me, which he almost did. Um, I bet if he would have murdered me, my ghost would have been like, but he's a good guy. Yep. He's yeah. Good, but he's but he did... a good part in him. Like, he's cool. Like, he's good. Yeah. Because, you know. He did I, so I did. many of I... these good things that you think, you know. Right. Which really. Hydro- which hydro- aren't that good. good. Like, they yeah, aren't that good. Like... He did simple things to make you think that he was taking care of you. Right. It's understandable. It's the, it's the here, have a nibble of this cheese. And then you can see the whole slice, but I'm not going to ever give you the whole slice yeah. Yeah. just to keep you on the line. Like, it's just, you know, it's the fish and bobber, you know? Yeah. So it's like, um, so then very shortly after that, um, we got a trailer together. Okay. Like we bought a trailer together. Uh-huh. <laughs> Cause again, he's, he's, sell- he sold it to me like, well, you can have the stability and then blah, blah, blah. <laughs> So, and then this is when it gets, starts getting really, really dark and really bad. Um, and this is where I'll be a lot more vague and stuff because this is like what's part of the courts and things yep. like that. So I don't know, you know, whatever, because yep. I didn't really read all the documentation when it all happened. So. <laughs> Why would you? But I know, I know it's <laughs> under seal. You know, I know a lot of it's under seal. So like, like I, t- like technically that whole story with the dog was in the court proceedings, but, um, they just decided to totally nix it. They're like, well, that we're, we're not even going to, because we can't prove any of that. And I said, but I can show you where she's buried. And they said, well, it's a he said, she said. Oh. And I said, but and yeah, so it's like, but it, it's like, I have all these other things that yeah. clearly show in a pattern of abuse. Um, the vet and, records yeah, so, and so on. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. And then they still were just like, so um, we get this trailer. It starts out the first month, I would say the first month almost, from my memory, okay? Because we always remember things better than they were, right? Right. But yep. from my memory, the first month was very good. I just got a really good job. Um, like That's I was really how they excited. do that. Yep. I was, I just got a really good job. Um, and then, um, and then I don't, rem- I don't know what it was, but then something just one day, like every single thing I did was wrong. Every single thing, it went back to the, I couldn't breathe right. I couldn't, like, if I, yeah. it, there, it's hard to explain looking back, but like, if you're in an abusive relationship, you know that like, or you've probably dealt with similar things where like, 
it doesn't matter what you do or how many times you say you're sorry. It's just, it's never enough. Yeah, Nothing right. is ever good enough for I know, this person. I know exactly what you're saying. I'm, I'm right never, back there with you. It's never enough. You can't, you, okay, so like dishes were like one of the first things that I noticed with him. He was like very like, don't leave, don't leave a single dish in the sink. And it's like, okay. And it, it but then it got, it would get violent and, a, and he would hit me if like, it's like those little things that like, you yep. know, like I would leave a fork in the sink. Okay. Or a spoon. Okay. Sam, I had some ice cream, left a spoon in the sink and then he would get violently abusive. What the F are you leaving this spoon in here for? Blah, blah, blah. And he'd take the spoon, whatever it was, and he'd just beat me with it. Ugh. He'd drag me by my hair. He'd throw me across the, the, the you know, a trailer long, right? He'd throw me down the hallway with my, my hair, um, whip me with my purse. And at the time, I, I, like, carried, like, those, you know, those, like, big fancy yeah. leather purses that had the big flowers on them. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the metal, you know, the Von Bauer or whatever they're called. Right. Like, yep. And so... um. And then, um, and then it, it, um, turned into, um, physic, like he had raped me quite a few times. So tr- sorry, trigger warning. Yeah. Um, he had raped me fi- quite a few times during this whole, this whole time of the relationship. Okay. He did it early on and I didn't look at it as rape. Right. Okay. Yep. Cause I'm like, well, that's well, whatever. I'm a little uncomfortable, but it's fine. Okay. But we're in a relationship and this is supposed to happen. Got, yeah. Right. Right. And I didn't understand either that like you can be raped while you're in a relationship with someone. Yep. Which is very, it's very nuanced. And I know that's kind of tricky because it's like, you know, well, maybe you're just saying, but it's, it can happen, you know? Yep. Oh, so, yes. Yes, ma'am. Um, then I got, sorry, getting very, but then th- when that, that would start to intensify in, in violence as well. Like he would like beat me up while he would do it, like while he was doing that. So it's, it started taking a turn and then, um, and then it turned into like, um, I, he would make me stay home for the weekends and then he'd just send people over to the house. Um, and I'm not going to go into too much detail, but I think you guys can infer, um, what happened there. Um, men, he would have men come over to the house. He would force me to do, to have like, um, three ways with people that I didn't know, um, and then he would videotape it once in a, like, not every time. I don't know how many times he videotaped it or anything, but like, there was quite a few times that he did. And I was very, I was very much an alcoholic at this point. Let me say that too. Understandable. Yep. <laughs> oh my God. So I was very much an alcoholic. Um, yeah, I would. That makes so, sense. <laughs> if I would have had my hands on anything else, I would have been on something else. I know that without a doubt in my mind, but that was just the strongest thing I could find was Jack Daniels, you know? Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, cause I'm not even 21 at this point. Let me preface that. Um, when the, like it gets to the heat of it. And then, um, so, um, then one night, um, it was a fluke. It was just a fluke thing. He, we got in an argument and he had, again, I was, I had, where I had been working at the place I work now. Um, and he had taken my keys. He had taken um, my purse, he had taken all this stuff and he just left the house and I didn't know what was going on. Um, he took all like the phone chargers. It was like, and this was like late at night and it was a weeknight. I had to get to work in the morning. I was like, I don't know what's going on. He just like left in this fit of rage. This was after, sorry, I should have said that. This was after he had a very violent, like he 
beaten me pretty good um, throughout the whole house. Like there was enough room in that house that he hadn't beat me in that night because um, mm. I just was trying to escape him and I couldn't. So um, like I was trying to find my keys to leave and then I couldn't get them and then he had somehow gotten them and then that's when he had left and that kind of stuff. So I had like 10% left on my battery on my phone, okay? He had taken the iPhone chargers, all that kind of stuff. So I just, I told him, I said, if you don't come back, I have to call the police. And he didn't, he didn't contact me at all. Um, and then once he did contact me, I had already called the non-emergency number, the non-emergency number. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I said, Hey, this guy that I'm with, um, I didn't say anything about the abuse. I didn't say anything about anything else. This guy that I'm with, um, he took my keys. I have to get to work in the morning. Can I know, I'm guessing I know where he is. Can you just go get my keys? So that night ended with me filing out a police report, them taking pictures of like every part of my body, um, taking my statement and things down. Cause they walked in and they saw me just like completely bruised and like they could tell I was in pain and like, they were like, what's really going on? Yeah. You know? So they did, mm -hmm. they did do a little bit of diligence there, I guess. Cause like I said, I just said, I just need my keys. That's all I want. <laughs> I just want to get to work. Um, and, um, so that all happened and, um, we had, and then I was still trauma bonded to this man. I went and, and took him and went with him to meet with his attorneys and all this stuff. Cause his dad had the money to, to pay for all this. And I had no idea what was going on. And I'm still thinking that I did something wrong by calling the police. Um, and so yeah. like, I was so close, like I had gotten so close to leave to freedom and like to yeah. leave. Yeah. And then I just kind of like succumbed back to it again somehow mm -hmm. for about four more months. Um, well, it takes the average woman and, seven times to leave. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so, yeah. And then, so, and I don't really recall exactly what it was, but because after we had like, while this court was going, the proceedings and things were going on, um, he actually came with me. I didn't tell my family anything told nobody anything he actually came with me to um visit my family in uh, north carolina during all of this my family knows absolutely nothing mm. and um then we came back the day after we came back he had to spend three days in jail he did have to spend some time in jail um and then i picked him up from jail <laughs> and then finally something just snapped inside of me and um I just, I just, I, I signed all, I said, I, one day I said, I was at work, my work and I messaged him and I said, and I don't know why he agreed to this because it could have ended a lot worse than it did. But I just said, I want to sign away my rights to everything that's in your name, like, like the house, everything. And so for some reason he agreed and that's what we did. And it seemed like all was done. And then, um, I got my own place. I had my own place for about eight months, nine months. And, um, he had still, he would blow me up every single day. He'd come and stalk my house up like every, every other day. He'd be like on my porch, like looking through the window. Um, the police wouldn't do anything about it. Um, and then, um, I met my husband, my now husband. Um, and then, 
um, after about two months of being with my husband now, um, I got pregnant. And the day that I found out I was pregnant, I pulled up to our house. And before I had even told like anybody, um, he had been stalking me or had someone stalking me because by, when I right when I pulled up to the house, as soon as I parked, I got a text message that said, do, do, do his parents know? Oh God. And so it just like everything started all over again for me. Like I was oh, still my like, goodness. Yeah. And so, and I realized a lot of this is really vague again. I'm, but, yeah, no, um, understandable. But, uh, yeah. So, and, and then that, I mean, we still have a guy that drives by pretty infrequently now. Um, but I've caught him and I know I've seen him around Todd before. So I know who he is. Oh, God. Um, and he just, he'll just drive around our house. Like he'll drive like just nothing. And he's always got a different vehicle most of the time. Like he, so he thinks he's sneaky. That's but it's insane. Like That's insanely <sighs> sick. Like to, yeah. to still be on it and, and switch vehicles. Yeah, it's still the control aspect of it, mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah. And, and um, putting the fear into you and letting you know that, Hey, I'm still here. I am yeah, still here. That's exactly. crazy. Oh, what a piece of shit. Todd, you're a piece yeah. of shit. <laughs> yeah. And you know, by no means is my case a one size fits all, but a lot of elements in my case, are very similar to a lot of women. Um, oh, I didn't even go. I didn't even go into the. So he had because again, I was very alcoholic and I drank a, like every single day. Um, mm-hmm. And um, when he would have people come over. Um, now, when he had these, when he had these, he had video, when he had sorry, these, go ahead. when he had these people come over, are they paying for you? Um, I. I couldn't tell you for certainty. Um, I would assume so. Um, so but I, I was so, so again, drunk. if so, he's keeping the money. He's he's reaping right. all the benefits. So, right. So I'm again, that's where I don't really I can't say for certainty. And again, there's no paper trail with this stuff. Um, right. right. So um, but I mean, it, it happened uh, over a dozen times oh, that man. people would come over. So I mean, if there wasn't a benefit, he's this Todd is a very selfish man. So, um, it's, it would not surely there was if, a benefit of it yeah, somewhere. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he, yeah, he's so, definitely benefiting because he's not going to share the woman that he supposedly loves for right. any other reason, you know? Right. Nice. And then, so, um, when I was right when I had moved out and got my own place, I started getting all these messages on like Snapchat. And, um, I think I was on Tinder. It was a dating app of some type too, where like, not like, Hey, do, do you want to get to know each other? It was, Hey, I found you on this site or, Hey, I found you here or, Hey, I saw your private areas here and I'd like to know you, you know, or I'd like to just immediately like very sexual things. Like we yeah. all know Tinder's very much sexualized and like people go on there to hook up, but it was like very obviously like, okay. And then, so finally, one of these people, I bit, I bit the, the, the bait and I said, and I asked, you know, okay, where did you see this? And, um, there was like a revenge porn site, um, that had some pictures of me. And then mm. 
there was videos on Pornhub. So, so there was five videos on Pornhub and I only, there was only two pictures on this, like revenge porn. I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't even like a really popular site. I couldn't even tell you what it was, but that's what it was. It was just people just posted, you know, exes basically when they were mad or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. So, (laughs) whatever. Um, but then, um, so I had to go through, I had to file a DMCA takedown for, for Pornhub. Um, cause I was like, yeah, that's no, that's very, very clearly me. Yep. That's, that's <laughs> definitely me. And I, I, I didn't remember any of it. Oh um, my God. so there was five of five of those videos. And then, um, that took a little while actually to get off of Pornhub because this was like, Oh, what year was this? This would have been 2015. Okay. So a lot happened in 2014 and 2015 for me, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, 2015, so like sex trafficking and like people trying to take back ownership, I guess, of like their themselves in any aspect wasn't like a big thing. So like at the time, like Pornhub didn't really know what to do with it. I'm like, that's me. Yeah. I didn't consent to this. Like, this is not me that uploaded this. But at the time, there was no, like, law or rule or anything. Right. And I think in 2016 is when they, they like, federally or whatever, they, they passed it where you can do a DMCA takedown. Someone would have to fact check me on this. But it was something like that, like, because I, I had to follow up with it because they had emailed me later, like, yeah. later in my life and said, hey, we are just following up, you know, um, because they said, we'll add your name to a list of people because we have other people that have tried to do similar things and there's just we have nothing that we can do Pornhub was like my hands are tied you know right and I'm like okay so anyways now it like I said it's called a DMCA takedown um and then after about a month of like going through all the verification like yes this is me yep that's me and having to do that um they finally took it down so there was there was a lot of things that I probably won't know and I and I don't need to know, I guess, at this point in my life that happened behind the scenes, maybe. Yeah. But, um, but it's just important for people to realize, like, I was working a full-time job. I went into an office every day and I saw hundreds of people, literally, you know, like hundreds of people every day. And, um, nobody had any idea because you didn't let them know, you know, any idea. And, and until, Oh, here I'm jumping around again until <laughs> um, until one day um, this was right before I decided to that's this is the day that I texted him and said like I'd like to separate everything and all that kind of stuff and I think I think he was just burnt out at trying at this point like yeah. to continue because he could he like it had been I was with him for like three and a half years yeah so it was a long time and like so, and he probably um, seen you getting stronger, you know, starting right, to stand right. on your feet and right. Right. And I had my own, like I had a, a decent job and like, so, um, one day the vice president of the work, our, my workplace, um, pulled me into her office and was just like, Hey, Caitlin, are you okay? Like you, you don't ever wear makeup. You're wearing a lot of makeup. You're wearing your, your glasses a lot too. And she's like, She's like, can you take your glasses off for a second? And like, 
I took him off and I just started bawling because she, she said nobody had ever asked me if I was okay. And yeah. why would they, right? Like, it's not, that's yeah. not a fault on, on society. Why right. would they? Everything else seemed fine. I had a, I had a car. I had, I was. And you were excluding like yourself from, you know. Right. And so outside looking in, like most people would think like, yeah, this person is fine. Like she's free. She's in a relationship. She's a, yeah. You know, it's not like I wasn't posting pictures with this guy, you know. Right. Was, I was active on social media to an extent, like. But it was just that there was so much behind the scenes that yep. people don't. So, I mean, whether it's just an abusive relationship or it's or it's a sexually abusive or whatever it is, like any time, like sex trafficking is, well, human trafficking is the forced fraud, coercion. Um, oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank right now. <laughs> it's the forced fraud or coercion of a human being um, for, for money or labor or other things right mm-hmm. so yeah. it's very broad and it's very nuanced and my case is not by any means like the worst that i've ever heard no but um, it's still traumatic it, uh, yeah obviously yeah it's very <laughs> um but doesn't like, mean it's any less it's not right and it's it makes me happy to know that like not happy but proud to know that like i can lend like a small part of my my voice and my story to other people because I, if, if I would have just heard one story in a podcast or anything, anything I listened to, because I listened to podcasts, I, I did all the normal things. Nothing else was yeah. different. Just behind the scenes, it was all right. fucking well, in shreds. You like, know what? It was all just... All it, all it takes is for one person out there to hear this story on this podcast. Yeah. And you may have saved their life. So... And that's, and that's what I hope to do. Like, I, because if I would have just heard one, one thing, like that would have made me question something because I, I wasn't like emotionally I was dumb and infused to him, you know, but like logically I was still there. Like I still knew that this was all messed up and I just didn't, I didn't understand. I didn't know how to, I didn't, I just, I didn't know. I didn't right. know how to go about it. And I didn't, like I said, I was very, very lucky because there were times where there was a couple times where like when the vice president pulled me into the, her office that day. And, um, so she had brought me in her office and that was like, for some reason, just somebody saying, Hey, Caitlin, are you okay? Mm-hmm. And if you've ever met our vice president, like she's just like got this aura around her where like anything she says could make you cry almost like, Oh, oh my she goodness. Just, she's just so calm and loving. And, Absolutely. And because I was so isolated from my family, like my work was an extension of my family at the time. Like that was the closest people that I felt yeah. in my life. And it is there. And so it really said, is there. Yeah. And when she said that, I just lost it. And I said, no, I'm not okay. And I don't remember exactly what else I told her. I don't think I said anything about like the abuse or anything, but I just, I, I probably said like, oh, I have a lot going on or yeah. something to that effect, you know? Um, And again, like covering said, up. If, making excuses as we do it's yeah and so um that's all it took and it's like sometimes that's all it takes is just somebody looking at you and saying are you okay like sometimes we just got to get out of this selfish like self-serving like social media world we live in and like just step out of our shoes Mm -hmm. for five seconds we all have stuff going on all the time but like your neighbor or your friend that you see every day could be going through something like this and you would have no idea yeah yeah you, you could have no idea and they could be going through something a lot worse than i did 
and it just that's all it takes is just somebody to just like somebody to just ask just yeah just hey are you good like you don't have to say it because you think they're not okay just hey are you good like are you Mm -hmm. okay because it sounds so silly but like those three words really did just like completely shift the direction of my life like completely because that's when I like I don't know why that woke me up, but that's what snapped me out of it. Yeah. I was like, no, no, I'm not okay. Like, I don't know why I'm doing this to myself. Like, mm-hmm. I have this vehicle. I'm at work. I'm away from him right now. Like, I could just leave now. Yeah. And and I and that's what I did too. I I did drive right after work for like four hours and got myself lost. But um, <laughs> yeah, that um, sometimes it's that's that's a great thing to do. Yeah, just to get lost in a vehicle. It yeah. really is. Oh. Sure. Oh, I've done it yeah. a time or two. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it, that's therapeutic. That's therapy in itself, especially when you have a baby. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, absolutely. But um, but yeah, I mean that's that's um in a nutshell, <laughs> as much as I can condense it, my story and um, you know, it's just if like I said, if I would have heard anything like this when I was when I was in that situation that could have drastically impacted me. I yeah. mean, I can't say for certain that I would have like up and left at that point, but, um, you would have brought, brought thing, aware. Right. I yeah. would have been like, wait, wait a second. Like then yep. the real red flags would have gone off because, you know, drowning the dog in front of me, beating me to where I couldn't breathe properly, um, fracturing my ribs, busting my face open like that. Never, that wouldn't, that didn't wake me up. Yeah. But, right. I know. I know <laughs> <crazy>. girl. <laughs> just maybe like just listening to hearing anything like I mean it took it took four years of therapy to finally understand that what I had gone through was sex trafficking I didn't I was like no it wasn't no it right wasn't. and yeah. but it, it is and, and and it was and because I felt I don't know I just we do this thing with our own traumas and our own pains and things that we go through like no matter how bad it is at least I do this I find myself just saying, but it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. It could have been yep. so much worse. Like, no, it's not that big of a deal. It's fine. I'm alive. You know, it's like, but no, I like. But it I is bad. Could have died. Yeah. It, like, yeah. You, know, like <laughs> you could have died in that abusive relationship or, you know, it's just, there's so many, like he killed animals. And yeah. I'm saying too, because there was another one at the trailer, but. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> um, yeah. And so it's, like I said, I just. I hope that my story, even though it's like super scatterbrained and ADHD and it's all over the place, um, I hope that it really does touch someone. And I hope that it does. Um, and even if it doesn't affect, touch some somebody that's in the situation doesn't hear it, maybe somebody that, like, maybe people will be more mindful of, like, just saying, like, looking at their friend who's looking down all the time or who's covering up her arms or who's wearing sweatshirts in the middle of the summer, like, Ask, hey, are you good? Yeah, like, and asking good? those like, three words. Because, yeah, those and three so, words. Yeah, because as a result of all that, I struggled with a lot of things, obviously. Um, self-harm was one of them. Um, mm. So that was a whole thing, too. But, you know, I, you know I've, I'm personally a woman of faith, and I know that I, I firmly believe that God placed these people in my life at the times that they did, because, like, my husband, like, I mean, my, Your my savior? ex Todd, I mean, my ex Todd, I'd gotten pregnant with him twice. 
The oh, first time God. I miscarried naturally. The second time I did not miscarry naturally. He literally beat me until I bled. Oh God. So, <sighs> um, because of that, That's I was like, fucking horrible. My my OBGYN had said, "Hey, look, I know you're only twenty, twenty-one, but like you're gonna have a really hard time having kids." And I said, "Okay, well that's fine, right?" Because I'm like, I'm single at this point. Um, I've just gotten out of his grasp. I'm like, I'm done. That's fine. Okay, right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then I meet my husband, and two months later, I get pregnant. So it's like there's all these divine things that happened specifically mm-hmm. in my life that were supposed to happen the way they did. Yeah. Like maybe I didn't obviously I could have gone without going through a lot of that stuff yeah but um but it made you who you are it it makes you who you are yeah we're all just mosaics of the things that we go through and the people we meet and the people we love and we don't love and you know so it's yeah, I hope I hope this helps somebody. Yeah, if you and have questions, just let me know. There's, I mean, <laughs> there's a famous song that I always refer to, and some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. You know, like yeah, I know yep. the song you're talking about. Yeah. Oh yep. my gosh. Absolutely, that makes me tear up. I know. Yep. <laughs> you know, yep. when you're thinking about unfortunately losing those two babies, but there's an absolute reason for that. I. I am a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. And, um, you know, there is some reason that, that you had to go through that. And maybe that was just to make you stronger and make you, uh, I don't know. It's, yep. it's crazy the way the world works and how God works his magic. But, mm-hmm. you know. It is. It well, really is. But, yeah, I mean, if I would have had those children with that guy, oh, good I Lord. mean, I could be dead. I could be dead. You'd they be, could be dead anyways. You'd be like, tied to him for life. Mm-hmm. It, right, you know, exactly. just on the most simplest thing, tied to that man for life right. is not something that, you know, anybody right. wants to deal with. Oh, good no. Lord. Well, I know you have to get going. I'm I'm sorry for keeping you on so long. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, yeah. And I'm happy to be here. To, to yes. Talk. Thank you so much for sharing that story. I know, I know a few times you got choked up. I did too. Yeah. We're over but here it w- is... wiping back tears ourselves. So I think it's it... over the phone. <laughs> <laughs> when they got done with it. Yeah. If you were here, I don't think we'd get through no. this so well. <laughs> But um, it's been a powerful story. Yeah, that's for sure. It's touched me. (laughs) And like we said, it just takes one person on either end to hear this story and, you know, to ask those simple three words. Are you okay? Are you good? Um, One person just to hear this story that, you know, even has a few of the similarities that you've gone through and said, hey, Mm -hmm. that, you know, that is not right. That is right. I I don't need to be treated like that whether it's sex trafficking or just simple abuse, you know, and, 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 and I don't mean simple as in a simple term. I mean, as far as the bigger picture, the complexities, right. Right. So yeah, cause it's, it's, it's all dangerous ground. And like, yeah, like I said, I just, cause you're isolated. That's what they do. They isolate you, whether it's trafficking or, or it's just abuse in general, physical, sexual, verbal, whatever. They isolate you. They make you feel alone they want to beat you down that's what they do that's what they're best at they're the greatest con mans and and i'll tell you like he he was the greatest con man and yep you know thankfully like i said i met my husband so i didn't have to deal with it in that sense but i've met other con men in my life that i just i get it right away and i don't you know i just now i have like this radar almost yeah (laughs) of the time 
but you know, I just have this radar where I'm just like, oh, that's exactly how he would do it. You know, shower with gifts or with mm-hmm. with money or whatever. And yeah, so it's yeah. it's a very nuanced crime, and there's a lot of different variables in my story. But you know, I would, I unfortunately would be willing to bet that you know somebody in your life at some point in your life that's been through sex trafficking. Yeah, I mm-hmm. know. It's- um, it's crazy um, to think of it that way, you know? I mean, because we, we think of this, like, I mean, I don't believe that he was part of, like, a, a ring or anything like that. They do exist. I will tell you that because I've done a lot of volunteer work since then um, with training, like, hotel staff and things like that um, on signs and things to look out for. Um, and there's a ton of great resources, and I should have wrote them down to, like, plug or whatever, but, um, <laughs> like, the Tri-State Human Trafficking Coalition is a great resource. Um, there's King's Harvest in Davenport. I don't have their phone number right now, but that's a great shelter for um, victims and people who have been um, molested or abused in any way. Um, and there's another one in uh, Cedar Rapids that's really good, too, but King's Harvest I had gone to. Um, for a brief bit to get pointers and things like that and how to mm-hmm. kind of like reconfigure my life so without up- uprooting it all because I like I said I had had this job already and and I mean and nobody and again I mean now people know about my story a little bit and things like that and now definitely whoever listens will know my story but um, like it's not something that like I talk about every single day so it's not like it's something that is on the forefront of everybody's mind and I always hate to be the person to bring it up mm-hmm. <laughs> but like I have to because of what I went through right, right. I can't sip I like so I hate to be that like you know it's like one of my favorite things to say to people when they're being bullies on the internet is like oh well you must be fun at parties because I'm that person <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh well you must be fun. like it's not like you talk about all the time but if you start talking to me about how you're doing OnlyFans honey I'm gonna rear around I'm gonna turn you right the fuck around I'm gonna turn you as far away as possible and it's not because of my faith it's be- which most people would assume right right but it's because solely of what I've gone through and how I know that the porn industry is fueled by sex trafficking and I will say that yep. without a doubt in my mind yeah. I will stand firm on that truth till the day I die the porn industry is fueled by sex trafficking I'm sorry to all those that are listening and love their porn. Trust me, I did too. I was super hypersexual. I would watch it all the time. I made my husband uncomfortable because I would make him watch it with me all the time. And <laughs> I'm sorry for him if he listens to this. <laughs> but it, it was. I was like, because when you are in that sexual trauma, especially sexual trauma, you want to take that power back. Right. That's, that's how a lot of people do it. And they don't even realize it. These poor women don't even realize that's what they're doing. Well, no, it's just, I'm taking control. And it's, yeah. sorry, that was a whole nother tangent. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, but that's, that's really what it is. That's, it's just, it's, it's fueled by that. And that's the unfortunate reality that I would, I would be willing to bet 80% of the women that are in those videos do not want to be there. I've talked to so many ex stars we'll call them yeah um who were trafficked like it's so prevalent they're so drugged up even if they don't look like it yeah they're so drug a lot of them are so drugged up and it is so sad behind the scenes what goes on and trust Mm -hmm. me in my videos in the videos that i had to take down i looked like i wanted it 
I looked like I was loving it. I looked like I was enjoying myself, having a great old time. But the reality is different. Like, truth is truth is stranger than fiction. I like so. Now having lived through that, like like I said, you must be fun at parties. Like if someone's (laughs) like, oh look at my OnlyFans, I'm like, oh sweetie, let me talk. (laughs) You know so. And it's not like, you know, live your life, do whatever you want. If you really do feel that way. But usually I've, I'll talk to people and I'll be like, so like I've asked this one woman, I asked her flat out. I said, when was your first sexual trauma? And she just cried. And I said, there you go. Yeah. I said that, you know, and it's, I don't do it in like, obviously a malicious way. Like I, I don't want people to go through this stuff because mm-hmm. it, that's how it starts. You think like, oh, you're doing it. Right. And then. Because even I thought I was doing it, even though I did not want to do it. Like he still had me so warped that I was like, "Oh no, I want to do this." Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was like, "No, I want to do this." Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. This is me. Yeah, right. This is me. Meanwhile, he's literally in the corner of the room telling me what to do and what to say and how to poise myself and what to do and like. So it's just, again, not every story is like that, but just a little my five cents for what it's worth. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's gosh, what a what a crazy story. Well, I'm I'm glad that you're on the uprising now. Yeah, um, you were able to overcome it. Yeah, you absolutely than succumb to found it. a savior in your husband. Yes, absolutely. And that sweet little uh-huh. boy that you have. <laughs> yep. His yeah. name means bringer of light. Yeah. That's for a reason. Oh. That's for a reason. That is so sweet. Yeah. Well, to thank you for um, being on our show. I know you're not here, so you can't see the items in person. But um, we do offer our guests uh, that share their stories, one of our merch items. So we have either a t-shirt, a tote, a cinch sack, um, a tumbler, and what else is there? I think that might be it for right now. But if you want, I can send you a picture of all or if you know what you'd like. I can get one of these items to you. Um, I'd go sure. for the tumbler. I, mean, I like tumbler. I like the tumbler. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, I'm, I'm totally down with the tumbler. I think my husband's like, another one? You know, I'm going to the tumbler. I know. I've got a collection of tumblers, too, and Dan. Yeah. Dan loves I it. I got the Stanley. I got the, like, all It's right. nice to have some options, you know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or one to leave at the office, one to leave in the car, one to leave. You, know, right. you never know when you're going to need a tumbler. <laughs> exactly. See, it's their versatile. Yeah. Uses everything. Right. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, if you know you want a tumbler, then that's perfect. Um, I will get with you offline as to how to get that to you. And um, we appreciate your story. I'll just share real quick. As you were talking, I did bring up the um, Victim Services Helpline. The Iowa helpline is 1-800-770-1650 or text Iowa help to 20121 or you can call the National Human Trafficking Resource Center hotline toll free at 1-888-373-7888 and you can use that line to report a tip as well or request a service so and there, it's all anonymous. Yeah. It's all anonymous with the Iowa, or the hotline. So, so be sure to check on your friends out there. If you see something, say something, ask them. Those three little words, like you said, are you okay, could change someone's life. So 
you know, just check on your friends, check on those that, you know, you think might not be okay. Well, Caitlin, that was a freaking amazing story. And I'm sorry you had to take a good, nice, sunny day and bring it down on yourself. <laughs> but like you said, hopefully it was some therapy for you. And yeah, if it reaches one person, my God, that's one more that we've saved. So absolutely. absolutely. <sighs> All right. Well, you enjoy your day. Thank you so much for bailing us out and coming on last minute. <laughs> yes, thank no you. No problem. I, it just, the stars just kind of aligned perfectly. So. Yep. Things happen for a reason. Sure did. So exactly. maybe, this, maybe this was meant to be in your, your episode here is going to save one person, if not more. So. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I sure hope so. Well, thank you ladies for having me on. Yes. It's been a few years since I've seen you in person. I know. <laughs> I know. We, we follow each other on social media, but you know, it's different, you know. Right. Baby born and all that kind of stuff. So. Right. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a good time. I really appreciate you, you know, giving me the platform to, to yeah. speak about it and, you yeah. know, to freely speak about it, you know. So, right. Um, in your own way and yeah. in your own voice. And yeah, we appreciate you telling the story. So, oh, all right. Well, if you have to go, you can go ahead and drop off. Or if you want to stay on and listen to the dumb criminal and Eric's joke, that's totally <laughs> up to you. I know we've kept you over your allotted yeah. time oh, here. Oh, you're fine. So, no, yeah. Um, just let me know when it posts and stuff. Um, when you – is it Sundays you post it or Monday? Uh, Monday morning. Monday morning. Monday morning. Every okay. other Monday morning. So this one will okay. release on the 27th on Monday morning, okay. the 27th. So – Cool beans. I look Yeah, that one had me. Yeah, that had me quite a few times. Oof. Yeah. I mean, to go through something like that and still stay strong. Kudos to you, girl, because a lot of yeah. people don't. Yeah. All right. So to bring us up, we'll do a um, dumb criminal here. We have a short one, so this will just be a quick one. Good deal. Good deal. <laughs> This one is from the Reader's Digest. Um, caught, caught. Police in Osing, New York, were called to a mini-mart where they found Blake Leak, 23, trying to break in. <laughs> <laughs> they chased Leak. They chased a leak. Uh... They chased Leak through the streets until both cops took a tumble. Ugh. Unfortunate for that. I wonder how that happened. Like, <laughs> did you talk and roll? <laughs> Definitely talked and rolled. <laughs> Seizing the opportunity, Leek sought refuge on the grounds of a large building. <laughs> the building was Sing Sing Maximum Security Prison. <laughs> <laughs> what a dummy. Dog like, fucker. How can you not see that that's a maximum security prison? You fucking idiot oh my God. where he was promptly nabbed by a guard <laughs> i would imagine i would imagine you like idiot. come on 
Yeah, how do you not know that? How do you not like, see that? A maximum security prison has many, many fences and gates. Oh my god, that is crazy. I would run far away from that. Far, far away. Crazy. Cool. Oh. oh. All right. So. Eric's joke for the day. Chinese kid was born before the due date. Parents named him suddenly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Eric. Eric. These dad jokes. (laughs) Oh, good Lord. Suddenly. <laughs> Mer's just shaking her head. She got Eric. <laughs> Eric, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this episode has uh, lasted a little longer than I thought. So, yeah, that was quite the story, though. Very powerful. I know. Very, very, powerful. very powerful. It, um, yeah, I had to backtrack to get all down, Debbie Downer on it again because, you know, after we just brought ourselves up with the dumb criminal. So, yeah. Um, what you got planned on the upcoming weeks, Mer? Anything exciting going on? Ah, uh, the just up- your Friday fish fry. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> but yeah, dude, that's really all I got looking forward to for these next upcoming weeks, I believe. Unless there's something I forgot about, which I'm sure I did. Oh, I really don't got anything coming up. Working. Uh, weather's supposed to be taking a turn here for the better. So Working, I'm ex- and I'm going to have to get my uh, whole house child-proofed here real yeah. soon. Yeah, you are. Real soon. Boy on the move. I've been trying to put off those cabinets because it's a magnet. <laughs> we got the magnetic ones. I've been trying to put it off as long as possible, but... I think it's time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I put on the corner protectors in the living room on the table and stuff. So. All right. Well, you want to let people know about our Magic Mondays, Mer? Yeah. Go ahead and uh, interact with us on our Facebook on Magic Mondays. They're so much fun. Um, and then you can also rate, review, and subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music. Um, we also have an Instagram and Twitter, so you can check us out there as well. Uh-huh. Check it out. And even, you want to send in some even stories from your neck of the woods? Yeah. Even funner stories from your neck of the woods at, uh, right on our website, momandmurder.com or send us an email at momandmurder at gmail.com. So awesome sauce and be looking for our upcoming merch within the next couple of months. Yeah. That'll be exciting. That is pretty exciting. We got so much stuff coming up in the next couple of months. I know. We're going to be busy gals. So much. Yes. Busy, busy. I know. I'm busy. I'm losing my goddamn mind. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. We're crib, we're crib training Oliver, so he's actually sleeping in his own crib, which I don't know how I feel about it yet. About time. <laughs> I know. I know. I got to the point I said I didn't want to do where he was sleeping in my bed, so yep. I had to get him out. Bad girl. I know. I know. But he's so snuggly. I know. He is a very, <laughs> he is a snuggle bug. He is the best snuggle bug. So 
It was just hard not to. I'm like, oh, I know I'm putting him down. <laughs> so. Well, thank you all for tuning in for another episode. Remember to listen to your mother. And ask your friends if they're okay. Oh, yeah. Definitely ask them. And if not your friend, maybe a coworker. Anyone. Anybody who. Three just, simple words. Are you okay? Are you okay?